Well, hello there, everybody. My name's Seth. I'm the DM, and along with me on this grand adventure is Jacob. Hey, yo. Connor. Hi there. And little baby Adam. Hello. Uh, and we're treasure hunters in real life and D&D. And right now, I want you guys to tell me the best treasure you've accidentally found. It could be a penny on the sidewalk or the nuclear launch codes. Uh, any of those. And we'll start with uh, Adam. We'll go reverse. This podcast. Uh, but also, uh, <laughs> um, I would say one time I was standing... This treasure kind of found me. I was standing in the post office, going to ship something, and I put my hand in my pocket, and I found $70 in my pocket. And I was like, this is freaking sweet. And then I remembered that I was wearing my brother's jacket. I was like, man. Did you give it back? Yeah. Had to. He would have known. Would have killed me. I was really hoping you would say you kept it. (laughs) Well, I kept the relationship strong, which is worth $70. Well, he's your twin, so, like, isn't it really your money anyway? I was first born, so basically everything he makes is owed to me. Yeah. That's how it works. Is that, is that how that works? I don't know twin dynamics. Can you, can't you? can you, like, telepathically ask him right now what, what his <laughs> opinion is? Yeah, he keeps telling me no. I ask him every morning. <laughs> uh, okay, Connor, what'd you find? I... It's, you know, it's weird. It's happened three times now, but my wife and I keep going to the hospital and we keep finding children and just taking them home. I don't know. Oh, man. You found like three kids now? It's kind of weird. <laughs> well, did you bring them back? <laughs> well, yeah. Is a similar I mean, story to, to Adam's? Well, yeah. Like we, I, I tried to return it, but they just wouldn't take it, so we took them home. They don't look anything like you, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't think they they just give them out like that. I mean, such as fatherhood. Are you gonna take a fourth? Are you gonna hot take? Hot take on Connor's personal life right now. Are you gonna <laughs> steal a fourth? Uh, well, we never stole any children. We found them and then we took them home. Right. We may end up taking a fourth home. We'll see. But are you stealing a fourth or take finding a fourth? You, I already, I already said like we may end up finding a fourth. I don't know. How many would you maximum want to find? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I look, if we find a fourth, I don't think I want to find any more children. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I built this up the whole, the whole way because I think Jacob's got the best thing to find, which is... <laughs> I, I, like, totally missed the initial question, and I've been so confused <laughs> when you guys have been talking about this entire time. <laughs> What's the best thing you've accidentally found ever? Oh, I'm talking this, metal detector. I would have been so happy I was going last if I knew the question. <laughs> um, <laughs> Has something ever just like, you're like, wow, this, what is the coincidence I found this? Yeah, maybe it's like six bucks or like... Or like treasure or a PS5. <laughs> or Who would find six bucks? A $5 bill and then a one, like a loony right beside it? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a very real currency that could totally be a thing. Exact change for a Frappuccino. Um, <laughs> I found it on someone's table. I thought I thought they might be leaving a tip, but I don't think they were. Yeah, they just left the restaurant and left the money on the table. That's yeah. that's a donation for people needy people like me. Exactly. 
No, no, that, that does remind me legit of a story. One time when I was in college, I went out for a beer with another friend from college. And we were so, like, tight on cash. We were just sitting there having a beer. And then, wow, this is embarrassing to talk about in real life. And then behind us, a couple tables down, is very empty. This <laughs> This couple legit just leaves the restaurant. Like, they pay and leave. But before the server has time to clean it, they have like a almost full platter of nachos. And so me and this guy, Chris, we're like, yo, man, like they just didn't even eat their nachos. We legit went over there and just like, totally, just standing at the table, totally demolished those nachos. And then just went back to our table and finished our beers. Ugh. I was walking into a forest one day and uh, <laughs> making my way through to the other side. And I, I saw this piece of string poking between two uh, fallen leaves. It was October. Um, I pulled the string, and it kept pulling like your unra- like something was put underground, but it was very lightly put underground, so it was quite new. And I pulled and pulled, and it kept going off the beaten path. Um, and as I looked where it was going, I realized. It wasn't worth it. And so I went down the path and on the other side of the forest was an ice cream shop and I had a a mint chip. And that was the weirdest thing I've ever found. I I just went back. (laughs) I like how it was going somewhere. It's going somewhere. Bail. Uh, (laughs) I never take Okay, let me tell you real quick because I see we're almost at like the 10 minute mark. I'll keep it quick, everybody. Oh, I wasn't recording this whole time. But I I found... (laughs) (laughs) I I thought we were just talking. I found legit something. Well, it wasn't like legit treasure, but it was definitely weird, and I found things. I've tried this app, and I thought it was bullshit, uh, and I still think it's probably bullshit, but it's still weird. But I tried randonauting. I tried, and randonauting, for whatever you guys don't know, it's like this weird temporal glitch in the matrix thing where you like put in your area, and it points to some location near you just randomly. Essentially, it's supposed to break you out of the matrix. It's weird. I can't explain it. Look it up. Uh, Anyways, I tried it out with my significant other because we were bored and wanted something to do. And it was like a safe COVID activity. And uh, essentially, it sent us to this place like way off on this like trail on the outskirts of uh, our city. And we went. And essentially, when you hit like generate coordinates, you're supposed to think of something like, you know, the color yellow or like, uh, I don't know, death. Um, anyways, uh, we, we were just thinking about like general love stuff cause we're a couple and we're cute and we went off and we found, and we walked on this trail to the exact pinpointed location of that. It was showing, and there's no freaking way that this thing like knows where it's pointing. It just really like some of these places, like you have to trespass to get to, which we didn't, but anyways, it just picked somewhere random on your map. Anyways, we go down this path. We find the spot after like a half hour of walking and legitimately no joke. There was just like this stupid path in the middle of the woods and there was like nothing around. Literally, like if it stopped like 10 feet forward or 10 feet back, there'd be like literally nothing. But it stopped exactly on this one spot where there was like uh, a pair of boots like nailed to a tree and there was like a little flower in them. And it was like, whoa, whoa. And it could have meant nothing. But I was just shocked that something actually showed up there. 
And then we tried it again a few more times. We did like the color yellow and it brought us to like the, a high school where it's like football posts were yellow. Then we tried birthday and it actually took us to like a street where there was a birthday on it, like balloons outside. It was weird, man. And I tried to get Jacob to do it and he failed. But maybe that's because he's in Toronto. But yeah, it didn't work <laughs> man, for me. I'm going to do that for our vlog. Our next vlog, I'm totally doing that. Try it out. Let me know if it actually worked for you. I still think it's complete bullshit, and we were just kind of willing it into existence or seeing things where we weren't supposed to see patterns, you know? What was but this was app weird. called again? Minecraft. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, ran- okay, Randonaut. Let's, let's play. Randonaut? It's called Randonaut. It's like astronaut, really? but random. Link in the description. Really? <laughs> sure. <laughs> they didn't sponsor me, but I'm just saying it, it was weird. Anyways, let's get into the episode. <laughs> Ten minutes so, in. I had to get it off my chest. I had to get it off my chest. Um, recap. So, last episode, the guys entered into the jungle city, Aztec-like city of Takul. There's lots of beast people around. Also, giraffe centaurs that are now my favorite and everybody's favorite because I keep talking about them. Uh, you gotta love the... I think I saw somebody on social media say it was a graph tour or something. Um, anyways, lots of beast animals everywhere, and they were making their way through the city, uh, and they had a brief encounter with the chameleon man that Zippy threatened to murder, that ran away. <laughs> that was weird. That was cool. Um, <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> really flexing on him. Uh, but essentially, they wanted to get to the Coliseum, because that's where, uh, Randy told them, you know, they can get an audience with the king if they win, uh, and get his fire back. As they were making their way through the city, they noticed that actually there's some hints of the ammo company here. Some people are asking Zippy specifically about getting blue pills. And it turns out as they turned a corner, they saw the fake Zippy, the the imposter from Among Us games and our game now. Imposter Zippy uh, hanging out with Mongo from way back in season one. And they're hanging out. But the guys decided to avoid drama and conflict and focus on getting into the Coliseum. But to get in, they needed an emerald tattoo. Uh, and they went into basically this office-like place, uh, ruined a whole person's memories and dreams, uh, got the tattoos, and now they got into the Coliseum. That's, a, that's legitimately the spark notes. Um, and they got into the Coliseum, and now you guys are in the locker room. You see around you, there's all these like beast-like beings... Um, you know, polishing, sharpening their swords and their weapons, putting on some armor and some like leather, leather hide vests and stuff. Everybody looks like they're prepping. Uh, and there's kind of like just a mist of sweat in the air. It's very locker room misty. You know, some people are, are taking baths or something. Um, and you did notice out of the corner of your eye a Yushanka that's kind of like hanging on a, a pole, but it seems to be motionless now so potentially the chameleon from before is here but anyways you guys are in here what do you want to do how do you want to prep for the upcoming tournament this place stinks who's the strongest in here (laughs) oh no (laughs) you see um a leonin a lion person like this big fat one with like a beer belly hold up like just a mace and he's just like I think it's me uh, how can you prove that have you have you uh, have you won the tournament before no 
<laughs> then get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, so honest. Yeah, and they, and they kind of, they kind of, they kind of sit, they kind of sit back down. Everybody looks around though, and they're like, uh, uh, another yanti um, snake-like person comes up and it's like, if you're talking about the strongest, you're probably talking about Apophis. He survived like six of these tournaments. Most people don't survive at all. Wait a minute, you're saying that there's a high chance of death in this thing? Like, 95%. I knew it. Have, wow. have Do people <laughs> usually join in teams, or is it like a 1v1 type thing? Every man for themselves. Is it like an en masse kind of thing where we're all in the ring at the same time? Yeah. Ooh. Let me explain the rules to you, because you seem new to this, which is odd, because your recruiter should have told you everything when they gave you like the tattoo and permission and everything. But I'm not going to question it. I'm going to help. <laughs> so here it is. Essentially, all of us go in the ring at the same time. And they're going to release monsters into the ring. Essentially, you either take down the monsters or survive until they are taken down. Uh, and you make it to the next round. And we keep going through rounds like that until we finish it off. And then at the end, usually, we square off against each other. Whoever's left, that is. Is there kind of like a Hunger Games component where you kind of need the like a gladiator kind of thing where you need people to like you or there's sponsors or is it just whoever survives to the end? Or is there, is there a bit of a popularity? It definitely helps. Morale, morale, having that popularity, it feels pretty good. Or at least I imagine. I've never played. But after each round, there is a chance to bow out if you have survived. Because <laughs> we're not animals here. We're just beast people. Nice. I like the distinction. You never forget that. Um, but we do kill each other at the end if you're still in the ring. Well, why don't we just... Why doesn't everyone just gang up on Apophis? That makes a lot of sense. Well, I would... I, they bend down to you, Zippy, and they're like, I was really hoping you wouldn't say that very loudly. Because <laughs> you're kind of giving away, like, the plan. <laughs> I have a feeling like the DM just is saving face here right now. <laughs> No, not at all. Not at all. I, th- I think you're just really kind of screwing up. Like, yeah, of course we do that. Yeah. Okay. I want to well, win. I mean, let's make it a f- let's make it a fair fight, and and let's all just go after Apophis first, so that we get the strongest out of the way. Because this, it just doesn't make sense that he would that he would win all the time and survive so many. Either something fishy is going on, or he's someone we have to all go against each other. And after we do, we go back to our starting points, and then we kill each other. Apparently he's made it to the last round every time, but bowed out just before it started. Mm. Not this time. I know. Maybe he's garnering uh, favor and a little bit of a reputation over the course of the years to get a little bit of a, a fan base. Not a bad idea. Probably. But also, it's kind of a weak move. I mean, you know, he definitely has haters. So you're saying everyone's in on this? <laughs> you look around the room. You, you, you see, like, like bugbear people and, like, rhino people. They're all, like, they're, like, subtly nodding. <laughs> even the guy who just talked, even the guy who just talked to us, who, who, yeah, he's, like, he thought he was the strongest. Yeah, the strongest Leonin guy. He's, he's kind of, like, rubbing his belly. He's, like, <laughs> so Apophysis is not in the room. Uh, not currently. Okay. Like, like, there's, like, it's a long hallway. It kind of wraps around. It's, like, a ring-like room or half. You know, it, it's curving with the curve of the Coliseum. I see. Um, so it goes off for a bit, and you can see people, like, most of the way down. Uh, everyone! Do you, everyone! 
Today is the day we kill Apophis. All of us. <laughs> we're gonna do it. But <laughs> you hear slithering, <laughs> slithering down. Um, you hear way off in that distance down the hall. You hear you what? What was that? Good one, Zippy. That was so funny. Oh, you cracked me up. <laughs> I can't believe the Leonin would say that. Can you believe it? I was just relaying the message. I don't know these guys. Wait, I, we, we didn't say that. We were just saying what they said. Slithering down. You hear people like backing up, hitting into their lockers. <laughs> and then slithering into the room is the same snake being you've seen before apophis muscles rippling massive abs and he comes into the room and you can see the big leonin stands up and he's like you didn't mean and he gets slammed into a locker who's saying they're gonna kill me huh it was the leonin you just got rid of him oh you're saying that now (laughs) big guy on campus Come on, fucking bring it, bro! And he's like flexing up in his face with his abs, like rippling, like they're it's like an accordion. I I I mouth to the Leonin, like <laughs> like covering my hands with my mouth, like be strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, you can see the Leonin just uh, backing up. He's like, oh, I didn't mean it. <laughs> it. It wasn't me. Oh. Trying to take it back now, huh? Damn, I'm going to stand in between them and put my hand on each of their shoulders, and I'm going to say, hold on, hold on, we got to save it for the ring, guys. You're right. Still hate being disrespected, though. I know. What are you going to do about this? I want to apologize. I want you to apologize for saying you're going to end my life. (laughs) You know what? Use it as fuel. As an apophysis, if you really are as strong as you say, you can rise above this. Show them in the ring. Are you doubting me now, too? What's with all this energy in the room? I only say this because I really believe in you. You and you. Everybody's staring at me with those, like, eyes. <laughs> well, well, you better get used to it. This is what fame is like, friend. I know what fame's like, friend. Don't tell me what fame's like. You nobody? And he, like, pushes you to the side. Make a deck save. Oh, hypothesis. Oh, don't do this. Uh, 15 plus 7, 22. You get thrown, but you, like, land on your hands, push it up, and you, like, do a flip and land on your feet. Pretty slick. But still, you, lion boy, you think you're tough? You gonna apologize now? So... Darian has been kind of like chuckling at the whole situation, but after seeing Norman get shoved like that, he kind of steps forward, um, trying to cast more of a presence now. Um, and says, "All right, Apothis, we get it. You're you're clearly the strongest here. How about we just cool off? We'll get your apology, but no one else needs to get hit before the game starts. I think that's illegal, is it not? You don't want to be disqualified, do you?" I honestly don't know if that's a rule. No, I think uh, my instructor uh, told me when we were getting these tattoos, so I'd be careful on how much you hurt him before we get going. Persuasion check. Uh, seven plus one, that's an eight. <laughs> no! And he, like, puts his arm, and he starts choking the Leon and holding them oh. up against the ground, slamming them into the locker. And he's like, so what? 
Apologize! And it's like... <laughs> I'm up to the Leonin again, just like, <laughs> you can do it! <laughs> He's looking at you with, like, the most terrified eyes. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're the strongest. <laughs> you said so. Uh, yeah? You're sorry? And what else, little pussycat? And he's like, I quit. I quit. Yeah, you fucking quit. And he like slams him through the lockers, throwing him off towards you, Norman. He actually like lands sliding on the floor that's like greased by the mist and like, shee, and like goes sliding and hits his head on the wall. So now. I got a question. Who thinks they can kill me? Anyone else want to step up? It was only him saying it. I mean, we all are here to die by your hands. DM, my teal tattoos are going to begin to blacken a little bit. Okay. And I there's a little bit of smoke that's going to start just kind of emanating off my presence. And I'm just I'm looking down at the lion now, Leonin at my feet and I'm just gonna look up at Apophysis I'm just gonna say you better watch yourself Apophysis save it for the ring Zippy takes note of this and it kind of makes his heart beat a little faster Darian will remember that (laughs) if you've played any (laughs) Telltale games I'll say something you little goat your flip was pretty sick. I could do it better. But you know what? I gotta take a bath before I get in the ring. My BPM is like up. So I should probably cool off. But if anybody else says any shit about me, I'll fucking nugget your skull into your ass. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm not laughing in, in game. And he slithers out of the room and he goes to the bath and you just hear in the distance, everybody out of the bath, it's my time. And you hear <laughs> splashing and like people kind of yelling and running out and you see people in towels just running to their lockers out of the room. <laughs> Darian was actually trying not to laugh there when he said the noogie line. Like you, if you looked at Darian's face, you could see he was actually like, <laughs> trying, trying not to, to crack. So what do you guys want to do? I'm going to head to the baths. I'm going to stay where I am. I'm just going to kind of regain my composure. I'm, You know what? Actually, I'm going to help the Lionel to his feet. Hey, rough break. Thank you. <clears throat> my windpipe feels slightly damaged. But I, I had the courage to speak because of the little one. I'm not the strongest. <laughs> it, it, to- it totally was a lie. <laughs> we know. We, no, we know listen, was, you but... don't know how weak I am. <laughs> listen. <laughs> I'm so weak. I barely got out of bed this morning. My back. Arthritis. Uh, I don't even know why I'm here. To prove something to myself. Prove I'm not weak, but I have to accept it. I've got other talents. Like, it's hard to think of one right now, but I'm sure I do. I'm sure you do too. You, you know, I'm almost 100% sure you shouldn't be in this thing. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm not one to encourage somebody to give up. Um but if that's your current situation, you may want to value your life in this situation. You know, 
optimism is a terrible thing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying don't try and improve yourself, but I'm saying maybe a death game isn't the no, best place to start. No, it's over for me. No improvement. <laughs> oh, I can't improve. I'm gonna go get a glass of milk. Uh, oh, all right. Um, and he's and he starts <laughs> slumping his way out of the room. Does he have a an emerald tattoo DM? Yeah, he does. He, what the heck? He got recruited, but as we know, there's definitely shady ways around that, <laughs> potentially. Uh, DM, I'll, I just want to take a moment in this kind of stillness. I would like to see if I notice anyone around me has a blue flower tattoo. Perception check. Because I know that they were selling uh, uh, bullets outside. Uh Two plus four, six. You look around and see just a bunch of beast people locker rooming it up. Okay. I will look at Darren and I'm going to say, I don't see any uh, blue rose tattoos, but with everything that was going on outside, it wouldn't be a bad idea to, to be wary of such things. I think it would be remiss not to. It seems we're in uh, quite the hotbed with uh, imposter Zippy being outside, so for sure. Zippy, you walk to the to the baths, and you can see there's a little bit of a hallway, and then a turn, and then there's a door. And it, it has like a stained glass thing, so you can't see through. It's like, you know, blurred glass. Uh, and it just says baths over top. And you can hear people just telling you as you're walking down, they're like, dude, what are you doing? Don't go in there. Don't go in there. Uh, I knock on the door. You hear. Excuse me? I am laying. Leave me alone. Bath time for Apophis. I just said that. Uh, I open the door and I say, uh, hey, do you remember me? We talked earlier. <laughs> you see, you're looking out, and it's like a big, wide, rectangular bath. Um, and you look around, um, and you can see the back of Apophis uh, and his his rippling, muscled back now. And he's just like has his hands on the side of the pool. He's not turning around, but his back's facing you. So he's like at the closest side of the pool to you. Uh, and you look around, and also make a perception check real quick. Okay. Am I the only one that's thinking of The Witcher Three, <laughs> or Witcher when he? You know, yeah, I think that, but scene. more muscles and snake skin. Uh, nine nineteen plus four. Okay, you notice. Um, that first off, you notice, uh, in the corner of the bath, the top left corner of the bath here, there is a Yushenka in the corner now. And and potentially a sweating invisible person who is potentially shaking in the you can see little ripples as somebody's like shaking in fear in the corner. Uh but they seem to be invisible. You also and you can also see like little divots like like because it's like the water's like not filling that area, right? It's like there's a little hole. Um and you also see in Apophis's right hand that's like just over the water is a bullet pill. And he's just like, excuse me, bath time 
Mine only. I don't remember you. Don't care. Uh, DM, can I tell if something's bothering him? Insight check. That's 12 plus 8, so that's 20. <laughs> Something seems to be eating at this guy. Um, I couldn't help but notice, but uh, I, I, w- I was wondering, uh, how how would you get that strong? Uh, this is my first year, year in this tournament and everything, and we talked earlier. I, look, I don't, I don't blame you for for not remembering me you're a really important guy but um and with all the pressure of everyone after you after winning so many years or rather doing so well in all these years you must be there must be something that's either keep making you keep coming back or you're just you're really strong so which is which is it if you don't mind me i'm just grabbing my my uh water bottle over here (laughs) there's no water bottle in sight where is it (laughs) (laughs) you see the blue pill goes from his fingertips and quickly hidden within his fist and he just says you're wondering how i got this strong that's it what are you an interviewer no it's just an inspiration to us all reporter no no i'm not i may be someday but yeah i'm just really interested Look, you have to have human connections after all this time. You can't be alone in this world, especially if everyone in that other room is coming after your head. Persuasion check. <laughs> I'm rolling well today. That's a 18 plus 8. Nice. That's a 26. Hopefully those are not wasted rolls, man. I know. Combat starts. They're all trash. <laughs> okay, listen. I'll keep it brief because I want a bath. But you're in the bath. (laughs) Yeah, but I need to scrub. (laughs) You bath without scrubbing, you animal. No, here's the secret. You need to focus on your diet first. Lots of people think you can just pump the weights, pump that iron. But you got to eat well, too. Lots of people forget about that. The diet is more important than the actual exercise sometimes. Not all the times. Not all the times, though. But I've been doing that for so long, and I'm not as strong as you. Yeah. There has to be there has to be something else to it. No. No way. You'd get strong if you did it my way. You're doing it wrong. It feels like the older I get, the just weaker I get, and I just I have to keep up my reputation in my in the bramble patch of being someone really strong. If only, I just I there has to be another secret to it. Bless my sacred Ganala praising heart <laughs> to be so generous to someone so short. <laughs> All right, get in the bath. You need to scrub if I'm going to train you. I'll scrub right away. <laughs> <laughs> I love this character. Uh, I love him so much. <clears throat> okay, uh, Zippy, you're getting in the bath? Yeah, I strip and I get in the bath. Uh, Darren and Norman, what are you doing out in the locker room? Uh, I, after that little side conversation with Norman, I would have been inquiring about ways to like, kind of get, you know, refreshed before it starts. So I'm a little banged up from the river. So I don't know if there's any kind of like any options for kind of like healing or anything like that in the locker room. 
you are looking around um, and asking people, and um, you hear at the other end of the the curved hallway here, the locker rooms, you hear uh, an alligator guard come in and be like, All right, everybody. 20 minutes till we start. Make sure to put these face claws. And they have a basket and they're handing out face claws. And they're like, face claws of healing. Only work once, but we'll replenish all your stats for convenience sake. <laughs> Ooh, I'll take one. <laughs> wow. That seems like a very broken, very deus ex machina item that I would happily take. <laughs> Darian, take the stack. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you mind if I, um, you know, I've got a couple friends over here. Could I, could I take the case? Just no, no, Darian, that, that would be wrong. That would, that would be stealing. <laughs> everyone else needs one. Only take one for yourself, and I'll take one for myself, and then everyone else can get one for their own. Hey, only one H. People get addicted to these things. Warm face claws have ravaged some areas. Sorry, sorry. I'm just saying, like, I've, I've got a friend who's still in the bath, but I don't want him to miss out on this opportunity. Do you mind if I grab one for him? If they're in the bath, I'll go in the bath and deliver it myself. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that he got it. It just... You know, a fair is fair, you know? Just that's all. You see the alligator guard goes to the bath door, opens it, and you hear Apophis just go like, Who the hell Get out! No guards allowed! Gladiators only! And he's like, I'm sorry! Hey, get out! And he's like, you hear something get thrown, and he's just like, Take the clothes! And he drops it, and the alligator guard like runs out. <laughs> and then and then cut really quickly back, and you just see Apophis just be like, Sorry about that, Zippy. Here, face cloth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just and you it. still uh, see yeah. in the corner of the room there's like just a hole of water and it's like shaking <laughs> okay uh, i catch the face face cloth yeah all right um and darren and norman anything else you want to do um yeah i i, I just kind of want to go around survey the room see if there's any other potential threats from the other people who've been enlisted if or if everybody's you know just like really mid-tier or and like if it's if really apothis is just the only like big threat here or if there's any other foul play okay roll investigation and uh norman what are you gonna do um i'm gonna sit down on the bench by myself and i'm just gonna make sure that the the bandaging around my hand is tight, not unraveling, and that my my bad hand is uh, basically secured against my chest so that it can't get in the way of anything. Mm. And Kind of like a sling. Yeah, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. And I'm going to smooth up my cloak, and I'm going to put my hand on the bench beside me. And I'm just going to start playing as if there were a piano there, some chords, and just use a little bit of thaumaturgy to make some cool synth pads basically ring out and just kind of soothe myself a little bit until my teal tattoos fully look normal again. Okay. Roll performance check. Ooh. Okay. And while you guys hold on to your rolls for those, okay. I'll deal with those in a sec. Um but back to Apophis and Zippy. And we cut in mid-conversation. And he's just like, Yeah, so that's kind of my breakfast routine. Now let's look on to second breakfast. You're going to get 40 more eggs. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. Eating them? No. Juggling, man. Dexterity work. Gotta get your fingers loose. <laughs> Do you have a pen and paper? Because you might want to write this down. 
No, I have a good memory, though. Keep going. All right. <laughs> Never had anybody able to keep up with me before. You're pretty special, you little dude. Thanks. Well, I mean, I just hope you remember me past ten minutes. <laughs> Doubt it. I have a thing. <laughs> I got this kind of brain thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I take medication for that. I take medication for something similar. Oh? Do you, do you take any medication to help you with that, too? <laughs> nah. Just plants. Just, you know, the diet. That might be actually what's causing it. <laughs> there's, there's some really weird berries around my my hut, but I eat them. Oh, oh well, that makes sense. The more purple, the juicier. That's what I found. Write that down. I mean, memorizing. Uh, me- memorizing. You done? Um, the, uh, uh, well, I'm st- still memorizing, but in the midst of I'll my wait, memorization, I'll wait. I don't want to stop the process. <laughs> In the midst of memorization... Hey, well, slow down! <laughs> slow down! i got to hear the beep! <laughs> uh, well, now I try eggs. to memorize things. Okay, slow... You're getting ahead of yourself, buddy. You keep wanting to talk. You're going to want to talk? I get that. You're eager. Like a beaver. Not that you are one. But when you memorize things, you want to talk to yourself. You want to say it in your head. Grapes or purple things, juicier. Purple equals juicy. Purple equals weak spots, too. Juicy parts. of People are weak. And then when I've embedded that into my brain stuff, I always go, beep, and then that means it's recorded. Kind of like a message. Damn, how many messages can your brain hold? Like, 15 if I'm lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be over over a minute long, though. (laughs) 15 minutes is a lot. Yeah. I used to be killer at my high school plays, but only for parts that required 15 minutes of dialogue. (laughs) Monologues, great. The rest, improv, baby. <laughs> Man, you must <clears throat> have you shared this information with King Veal? You must meet him a lot because you win. So, you you get to the end so Dude, much that I wish King Veal. He's like my idol. I look up to the <laughs> dude. He's a lion, which is kind of sketch, but he's also just fucking rad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude has it all. Think about it. He's got like the whole town, city, whatever. And he's also got, like, killer hair. That mane fucking flows. <laughs> I mean, what that... else is there in life? <laughs> I'm hoping that if I win, I'll get to him. And just like I'm training you, you will take me under his wing. And maybe realize I'm his last long song. I know that's a far stretch, considering <laughs> he's a lion. But I've seen weirder things out in the world. Like how juicy grapes are. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, 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 I remember that. I remember that. It's the grapes. Yeah, good. Yeah, purple equals juicy. Equals <laughs> yeah, now you're getting it. Beep, beep. <laughs> uh, wh- but why do you never, why do you always bail out before you get to the end? Is it, do you just like the thrill of it maybe? His face immediately goes down and he kind of looks at the water. He looks at the water and he takes his index finger and he's kind of like swirling and he's like, dude, that's kind of deep stuff. You know, stuff that's like hard to talk about. Do you know what I mean? Hey. Hey! And I put my hand on his shoulder. It feels like tense because the muscles are ripped. Hey, turn around. You tell me why I scrub your back. Really? Yeah. Okay, but don't tell the other guys, okay? Don't tell the other guys about this. He's a snake, right, Seth? He's a snake. Yeah, all these scales, we have to shed you of your old skin into a new skin. That just has to happen. 
No, let look, you've scratched my back with all this information and all your training. Let me scratch yours for just a minute. You deserve this. And and you just keep talking. <laughs> all right. Scrub away, little dude. But don't tell the other guys. This is a secret. Right? Yeah. Secret. So it's between you and me? Of course. I don't have any friends now. No really. one else will hear this. No, not at all. If I even had two friends just over there in that room, there's no way I'd ever tell them. Yeah. Like that would happen. <laughs> As <Thanks>. if. <laughs> As if. All right. Here I go. And we cut to uh, to Darian. Darian, you're first. What'd you get on your investigation roll? I was an 18 plus three, so 21. All right. Talking around, you've heard there's some actually like pretty decent fighters here. Um, but from what you've heard and from what you can gauge with your Darian senses and also <laughs> Draken kind of talking to you, everyone does seem to be lower than your guys' level. Apophis does seem to be pretty decent, uh, probably on par with you guys, but uh, from what you and Draken are kind of discussing as you're going around, you know that everybody here isn't, like, the best, even though this whole tournament is supposed to bring, like, the best of the best. Mm. But you guys are better than the best of the best right here. Kudos to you. <laughs> Sweet. Um. Well, if that's happening, is uh, do I still see Norman doing the piano thing? Yeah, Norman, what'd you get on your performance check? Oh, uh, 16 plus 7, 23. You see that um, you've actually got a small little audience around you and everybody's kind of like swaying to your smooth songs uh, and your tattoos have fully gone back to teal. But everyone is kind of like comrades. It's like, you know, the the kind of uh, toxic atmosphere and and, and like uh, just bloodlust in the room has kind of faded into this more calm like, we're all in this together. <laughs> da, da, da. You know. Sweet. Um, if uh, if it seems like there's a chance in the cloud, the crowd disperses. I want to try and try and talk to Norman. They're not going to disperse anytime soon. I rolled the twenty three. Just kidding. <laughs> well, I'll I'll end it. I'll you know nice result. First a deceptive cadence, and then I'll play a two. And then I'll play just like a nice dominant one, and I'll end it. And then I'll say, everyone, it's important to remember that going into this thing, while only one person can win, whatever monsters they throw out at us, we have to take it down together. Otherwise, we'll never succeed. Now do with that what you will, and I'll see you in the ring. And they all kind of disperse, and they nod, and they're all kind of leaving. They're like, that guy was great. I'm going to have his back in there. Just <laughs> nice. Sow the seeds. Okay, I'll um as the crowd disperses, I'm gonna kinda walk up to Norman. Um I'm just gonna say like, hey, I just Oh, Darian. Hi, join me. I just wanted to check in with you really quick. Are are you gonna be good for this? Are you feeling okay? What are you talking about? Look, I I know you were trying to keep things under control there, but I saw a little something earlier after uh, Apothis shoved you. I just want to make sure that everything's going to be okay for the fight. Oh, you mean my super sweet flip? You know, I didn't even know I could do that until I rolled so high. Uh, after the flip. Oh. Um, 
yeah, I'll, I, I just almost lost my temper there. I, you know, I think Apophysis didn't have to do what he did, and and then appreciate that. But I'm fine. I'm totally fine, Darren. I I really appreciate your concern, though. But I I promise I'm I've got it all. I'm I'm on my A game. From your hip, Darian, you hear. That sounds sketchy. <laughs> Dude's changed ever since he's been back, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm I'm not gonna address Draken directly because that'll <laughs> look kind of sketch. Because I'm assuming like uh, Norman didn't hear that. <laughs> if I do, I'm just gonna keep looking at Darian as if I did not hear. <laughs> do I think Norman heard that? Um, roll a d20. And did I hear that, DM? Roll, both roll perception. Oh! <laughs> okay. uh, oh. Modified 20 for me. 17 plus 6, 23. Norman heard it, and you kind of know Norman heard it. <laughs> <laughs> but I still keep my eyes on Darian yeah. as if I didn't yeah, hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and Darian's going to do the same thing. He's just going to keep looking like Norman. <laughs> like... And both of us are just not going to acknowledge it, but we both know the other heard it. Very so awkward. awkward. Just like, <laughs> yeah. You you guys uh, are staring at each other, and Draken notices the tension. And But Draken pipes up and says, Hey, boys, um, about this tournament. Since it's going to be kind of solo, I, obviously we have a truth not to attack each other yet. But I did want to say... Darian, I think this is perfect opportunity. Uh, perfect opportunity to train you, don't you think? Yeah, for sure. I just, I just want to look, Norman. As someone else who has had issues with this temper, I just want you to know that I get it, and I just, I'm not going to pry anymore. But just let me know if things get a little too haywire, okay? Yes, and. Uh... Darian, if things get dicey in there, stay close. For sure. We're still a team. Well, that's actually what I wanted to address. Yeah, yes, yeah, sorry. Training. Yeah, let's, um, talk to me. What are we doing? Norman, if you will. If it comes to a situation where, you know, there's multiple enemies, which there might, I think it would be best to leave at least one for Darian to take on his own. And even if he's struggling, let it happen. Unless he goes down, then pick him up and get into that. But until he does, just try to see him as some bystander. I want him to do this on his own, to get more strength. I'm going to look down at Draken. I'm going to say, if that's what he wants. And then I'll look up, raised eyes to Darian. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's uh, that's fine. I mean, I mean, let's be real. It's like I'm always solo in combat in any way, right? <laughs> uh and for this first round, Darian, no weapons. Wait, what? Just hands and your ingenuity or whatever face spells you got. So no items, no weapons, just my hands and spells, I guess? Yes. Listen, if I if this was really dangerous, which I don't think it is, we looked around pretty weak. I think you can handle it. And this is good training. You need to learn not to rely on any one thing, like you did with your switch sword. Little attached, you were. Yes, but it was. I feel like it was a little different. And but the first round is monsters. Do we think it's really applicable for the for the monster round? Yeah, 
Get creative. Why don't, why don't you just give it a shot, Darian? I mean, keep your weapons on you, but, you know, see how far you get. All right, let's, uh... But since, you know, you don't want to face temptation, I'll hold on to that samurai sword for you. No, that's okay. I still need to get that one checked out. Uh. All right. We'll let the training commence. And we cut back to Apophis and Zippy. Zippy, you're scrubbing his back, and there's some scales falling off, some dead scales, and he's just like, that really is the spot. <laughs> like, pretty good at this. Thanks. But where was I? Right. I've entered this contest, tournament, championship, like six times. And every time I've gotten to the end, but I bowed out when they give you the chance. And I hate to say it, but it's because the people around figure out my weakness. No. Yeah. You have such a strict routine. I know. But even a body as beautiful as mine has its downsides. You see? Uh, and you can't go using this against me in there, you I know? I would never. Not that I think you'll make it far. You haven't done my training yet. You should probably exactly. <laughs> But I'm cold-blooded. Like Snake. Because I am one. What? And cold-blooded people, when they get colder... Get real sleepy. And people, as I fought, you know, they noticed that I would stay out of the shade spots in the Coliseum. Because there's kind of a treetop that overhangs. They noticed I would always stick to the sunspots so I could keep warm. Because if I got too cold, I got real sleepy. I gotta go, I gotta take a 10. But you can't take 10s in there. Take twos, maybe, but not 10s. <laughs> but what's stopping you from, from that happening again? Well, I do have an ace up my sleeve this time. No, you don't have to tell me. Okay. <laughs> if I don't have to, I won't. But... I kind of want to now, though. I like sharing secrets. <laughs> I like somebody knowing what I'm going to do. <laughs> then do it. <laughs> Go... You... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Go into your desires. Okay, yeah. Dude, yeah, okay. I got this. And he holds up his hand, and it's the blue bullet ammo pill and he's like check it this thing is gonna give me the edge whoa and yeah and zippy gets uh, a little worried but um what does it do i don't even fucking know but it's supposed to keep me warm they said if i put it up my nose which is gonna be a tight fit i got tiny nostrils <laughs> but when i shove it up there it should be able to like Infuse my body with some magic shit that's just gonna keep me warm. Keep those guts loose and tight. But what if there's dangerous side effects to it? Zippy, here's the next step of your training. <laughs> don't read labels, okay? Labels put you in a box. And I don't like pills in a box either. That's why I got this one from a friend. No box on it. I don't even know if there is a box for this. It might be illegal. You're you're not worried of like getting called out for doping or anything like that? Dude, have you seen the security? Those gators can barely smell. They won't sniff me out. Also, I'll keep it hidden. Because it'll be inside my body. Does that make sense? I mean, I guess, and I keep scrubbing. Yeah. I find, also another tip, it's hard to find things inside somebody's body. 
Like, I can't tell what you ate. Well, I kind of can. You've been eating <laughs> unhealthy stuff. Of. But, you know, that's where I'm going to hide it. Because it'll be in my nose. Oh, I just don't know. I, I, th- and also, doping? Low-key, everyone does it. I, if you're not doing it, kind of sus. <laughs> kind of um, sus. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just worried for you. I, I just... Now, now that you mention it, I've heard, I haven't heard too many good things about these pills. It's become a PSA, <laughs> public service announcement for drugs. Zippy, I appreciate you looking out for me, but also I want to stay warm, just like this bath. If I could have a bath everywhere, dude, like King Veal, he's probably gonna be sitting in a bath when he's watching us. Wait, wait, wait! What? I I go I similar to my my backpack, which is on the corner of the the bath and i i go in and i grab my mana snow woolly um uh, leg warmers i'm just like why don't you just slide these down down your your neck your snake body and you wouldn't need the pill yeah but it's low-key restricting though i mean it totally is but look i don't want to tell you what to do because you're the one who's who you're like the senpai to me or something like that whatever it is <laughs> dude senpai <laughs> yeah but 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 isn't like taking a pill or something kind of admitting that you yourself aren't a whole person as you are hmm that's like kind of a good argument i mean everyone Everyone has everyone has their their weaknesses, but you can't you don't want to change what's inside you. It's easier to because our bodies get battered and bruised all the time, and you can do some external like like things to change it. But who you are on the inside that's that's never going to change. And so these these neck warmers that I have would keep you warm regardless and it's no one could say anything about your character it's like it's like wearing armor essentially for you persuasion check like i, I understand i understand this is helping him but he's just such a nice guy i just don't want to see him dope out <laughs> honestly everybody loves Bob. this might be my new favorite npc i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like a, actually a nice dude i i would be happy if he won i want him on our <laughs> i want him on our crew if i'm being completely honest i want a giga chat on our ship okay what was the role <laughs> seth i mean what, what was persuasion oh yeah perfect uh 17 plus 8 holy so, uh, 25 right holy 25, crap yeah you hear off in the distance, and it's closer for you, Darian and Norm, but you hear an alligator. All right, two minutes. Everybody line up at the gates. And everybody starts moving and getting up. And you hear somebody come into the bath and just open the door, and they're like, oh, sorry, two minutes. I'll go. And they close it really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you do whatever you want, but I'm going to leave these here with you. I got to get ready in the other room. It's your decision, and I've learned so much from you already, but... I'm just saying who you are on the inside is already beautiful. And I get out, start getting out of the, the bath and I'm like, I'll see you in there. And honestly, I'll be cheering for you on, on my side. And I leave the room. Z- wait, Zippy. Uh, uh, yes. You're a bro. 
I'll take it into consideration, but not going to make a hard decision in front of you. Going to keep it to a surprise. <laughs> but I will process. One sec. Beep. Got it. It's in my brain. I'll think about it in the two minutes I have. But I promise you, bro, I'll think with my head on it. All right. That's all I can ask, and you've been a real bro as well. Yeah. Pound it. Uh, yeah, and I and I leave. Nux. Give me the Nux. <laughs> Where is this Nux? He's a snake. I got arms. All oh, right, right, oh, Just right, a snake. Right, I'm like right, lower half. Right, right, right. Come on, Nux. Uh, Nux. I give him. Uh, I give him Nux. Oh, I know. Okay, I want that on a sweater. Nux. <laughs> and you leave. All right, the three of you reunite. What are you gonna do, guys? That was wild in there. What happens if? Yeah. Yeah, your fur is kind of like soggy, and you're kind of dripping. <laughs> he, yeah, he. He's he's kind of a nice guy, actually. I think he's just he's stressed because he it's complicated. He, I don't know. I don't think we should kill him or let anyone else kill him. He's just uh, at heart, he's just a fan, and he's just doing his best out there, just like we are. There has to be another way of getting to King Veal without killing him. Well, I don't think we have to kill him. I think we just have to really incapacitate him. You know, even, even if- that though, I'd feel bad. I feel like he he really deserves to see King Veal over us. Well, I think whoever he's- wins is the one who deserves to see King Veal. I mean, I guess, but he's been doing this for like six tournaments now, and like, I don't know, he's just a nice guy. I like. Do we? Can there be multiple winners? I don't know. Or do we? Why, why don't? What if we just tried sneaking one, into the castle or something? Half of one minute till the gates open. Everybody, line up now! Look, here's the deal. We're gonna try and keep him alive. We're gonna try and keep everybody alive. There's no reason to kill anyone here, for now. So let's just do what we can I know, and I, get through I these monsters want him to first. Win. Well, well, let's we'll play see what by we ear. We have no now. idea what's gonna be out there, Zip. But re- but remember, we need to try and get to uh, get to the king. So. We may come down to a choice between him or that fire. But there's, there's, Darian, we're, our life is like a maze. There's, there's many different routes. Definitely. It's definitely a maze. I'm with you on that one. Quick, let's get in line. I think we're just going to have to settle, settle it on the battlefield. Uh, okay. You guys exit the locker room. And you can see there's people all uh, piled up, you know, they're kind of just crowded in front of these iron bar gates that lead out into this kind of open, sandy Colosseum ring. And you can hear the chants and cheers of the crowd. And you guys are there. And you see some of the other contestants look at you, Norman, and they're like, respect. Those are some sick tunes. (laughs) And Darian, you hear at your hip, all right, Darian. Dragon training program starts now. No weapons. All, all brutalistic fist punching blood. It'll be great. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Hell yeah. In Zippy, you're looking around for Apophis, but he's not there. And you hear an alligator guard at the front be like, All right, everybody. You know the rules. Because I'm sure someone explained it to you if you didn't already. Now, gates are going to open, 
and y'all get comfy wherever you're gonna stand. Beasts will be released in one minute. Good luck. And you see the iron bars start shaking as they're being lifted and you can hear cheers and cheers and you all start like running out into the the Colosseum area. You're all kind of spreading out. There's some like basic weapons on the ground like spears and stuff like stuck in the ground from previous fights. Uh, there's not really any like cover or anything but it's mostly just sand beneath your feet and you can hear the cheers of uh, the whole uh, audience in this giant Colosseum. And you can see one spot where it's more of a tower and it breaks away. And you can see kind of the royal seating area. And you can see this Leonin with a crown and these red and gold robes sitting there. Uh, and and you see um, a Loxodon elephant person stands up next to them and goes, Welcome, everyone, to this year's tournament of Ganala! And everyone goes wild. And they say... You see, we have so many fighters below. But I know you're all here for the one special leader. The the favorite to win. These are all nobodies, but we have the one returning. The future champ, potentially. It is the indestructible, insurmountable, inextinguishable super soldier serpent from the python tree... Apophis! And you hear everyone go bananas, and some people are loudly booing, and you see slithering out. Yeah! You see slithering out all ripples. They have kind of an iron chest plate covering their abs now. They have kind of a gladiator helmet over their snake head, and these, like, armlets going around their arms. But right above those armlets, you see some fur. <laughs> You see some fuzzy, <laughs> fuzzy wrappings around their arms and also the back of their tail. And they're just looking out and they're like flexing like Zeus style. And they're like, yeah, yeah, this year's the year, baby. Let's get fighting. And everyone goes nuts. And the Loxodon says, all right, first up, everyone get ready. Release. The Gorinos! Gates open. And these large, furry rhinos, like with these kind of long heads, come out with these like tails and everything. And they're just giant, kind of like almost ape-like rhinos. And there's three of them. And their eyes are red and steam is blowing out of their noses. Let's roll some initiative! Oh, man. And that's where we're going to take a break. <laughs> Yo, what is up? It's your boy, Midroll Man Seth, coming at you live with another Midroll Madness for this week. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying this one. Uh, I think this is the episode that Connor has laughed the most in. He was like just giggling, as you heard, nonstop throughout that whole episode or the first half. And the second half, you'll see he pretty much does the same thing. But uh, thank you for listening, and I hope you're enjoying it so far. Uh, and I just want to go through some quick announcements. So first off, shout outs to our legend tier patron, 
Randy. You are an absolute gem, and we cannot thank you enough for your support. Um, and for those interested out there that also want to support our show through Patreon, uh, at the $2 tier, which I would recommend, you get access to our incredible Discord community where us, the cast, uh, and our community play one-shots together, we run games together, uh, and we just hang out, do live listening parties, other cool events, like we're doing a, a Christmas great pass around, like gift exchange, it's a ton of fun. So if you're interested in that, join at that tier. At higher tiers, we also have bonus episodes, like we did a, a two-part uh, kaiju extraordinaire where the guys were literally like Godzilla-esque monsters. Uh, we also are releasing vlogs now on there, and also we have all our music up uh, in there, and specifically, actually, a new one from this episode that's going to be going up in there uh, on our music tier is the Draken theme that you heard, the new Draken theme made by uh, Jacob Joseph Music. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for producing that for us. Uh, it sounds incredible, and I think it really hits the the Draken beats. You know, uh, it's it's got that nice little little crispy evil edge. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be going up there uh, soon. Uh, but also, if you don't want to support us through Patreon, that's totally fine. Uh, other ways you can support the show if you want to help us grow. Uh, is, you know, just tell your friends and family about it, uh, suggest us word of mouth or, or share us on social medias, uh, as well as rating and reviewing us on iTunes uh, or Podchaser or anywhere you can rate and review podcasts. There's a bunch of different ways. But if you do that, it really helps us boost up in the feed so people can find us more easily. So it's a great way to just help us become more visible to people so they can find us uh, or discover us. Discover us like the treasures we are, the grand treasures we are. Um, but seriously, uh, thank you so much for uh, everyone who's already reviewed and and shared and supported us. We really, we really, really do appreciate it. And it does go a long way uh, in helping us. Uh, in other news, uh, we got a new episode coming on December 8th. Uh, yes, December 8th. And I think I well I I I guarantee before the year is up we're gonna be through this jungle arc. That's my goal. So the eighth and then the twenty second, and we may also have a little little Christmas thing coming. You never know. Not not full musical tier like like the past ones because we haven't had enough time after recovering from the summer musical. But we have something in the works. I don't want to spoil. Uh, but keep an eye out for that. But yeah, two weeks, December 8th, that's the next episode. Uh, I hope you're looking forward to it, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode in this Coliseum fight! All right, take care, everybody. All right, we are back in the Coliseum! And we are going to fight some go rhinos, which are basically rhinos that are long. They have this long lizard-like tail and these two kind of big furry ape front arms. Uh, but they're rhinos all the same. You see three of them pouncing and running around. Um, you can see some are, are flipping and, and people are kind of running away from some of them as they're like charging through flipping people with their horn. Uh, you can see a, a female apeling. Uh, has kind of like a Wukong staff and she pole vaults up 
and lands on one of the go rhinos backs and is like whacking them uh, you can see Apophis is kind of over at another area fighting the second one and kind of just straight up like punching it in the face uh, with his big beefy now furry uh, arms but the third one is coming right to you what's your initiative rolls 19 15 uh, 14 plus 5 also 19 okay first up it's charging towards you guys it's gonna be zippy um okay I want I, I overheard and saw Darian kind of uh, looking in, in his head of just like okay I'm gonna do this 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 because he's, he's I, I understand he's training for his arch fan I want to help him out so I will um <laughs> I will cast dominate beast on <laughs> this beast coming at me and then I'll put him in front of Darian and I'll let him be about <laughs> <laughs> Dominate Beast. Okay. Read it off. So you attempt to beguile a beast that you can see within range. It must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the duration, which is a minute. Um, okay. If you or the creature are friendly, you are fighting it as an advantage on the saving throw. Oh. I succeed, I assume. Um, that is a 19. Yeah. Okay, so you try to cast Dominate Beast, and it's charging at you guys, and you cast it, and it just shakes it off as its mind is getting cloudy, and it's still charging towards you guys. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn, Zippy? Uh, yeah, I want to roll behind Darian. <laughs> you tuck into a ball and roll around and roll behind Darian. <laughs> Uh, and you're back there. Okay. Next up is Norman. Okay. So where are Darren and Zippy in relation to me? Are they on my left, in front of me? I assume Darren's like just like five feet to the left, and Zippy's right behind him. Okay. Well, I, I'd I'm, say five feet behind him. <laughs> okay, five feet behind him. Okay, I'm going to start walking to the left, and I just want to remind everyone that my arm is in a sling hidden underneath my purple c- cloak, and I'm just going to say under my breath to the, the rhinos coming towards me, say what's the rush and I'm going to sweep open my cloak in a big cascade and I'm going to cast Bane on all three oh, on all three Gorinos? Yeah. it's a very large coliseum it's about like 100 feet uh, diameter like across <laughs> I really meant one I was going to cast Bane on one <laughs> um, okay. okay up to three creatures but just one of your choice um, actually are there any other fighters around us uh, you can see there are some that are like just running around. Uh, you guys are one of the only ones actually taking on one of the go rhinos. There are some people running by. Uh, after my speech, I'm not gonna. Okay, I'll just I'll just attack the rhino. Okay, so it must make a charisma saving throw. When the target fails the saving throw, it must. Um, whenever a target that fails the saving throw makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, the target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll or saving throw. Okay. So, yeah, I'll cast that. That is... <laughs> they have a minus two to that, so that's going to be 11. That does not save, I imagine. No, they fail. All right. And I'm just going to keep... I'm going to keep walking. Uh, well, is it running more towards... Straight towards Darien, or have I exposed myself? I mean, you guys, in general, it's running towards. Okay. Like, so, yeah, Darien's going to get hit, too. I'm going to slowly back... I'm, I'm going to keep walking to the left 
So it has to pick either me or Darian and Zipi. Okay. You see it is charging and it's coming and it's running at you, Darian and Zippy. You're going to get hit too because it's charging right in front. And Norman, you dodge to the side. I'm like walking. I'm trying to make it look cool, but I am as it gets closer, I'm going to sort of like start speeding up my walk. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, you you easily dodge uh, by moving away from it. So it's going to try and charge through and hit both you, Darian and Zippy. So please make a saving throw, a dexterity one. Uh, mine's a eight plus three, eleven. Mine's a twelve plus seven, so nineteen. Okay. So, Zippy, you're hiding behind Darian a few ways back, and as the Goronic comes, Darian dives out of the way and leaves you exposed oh. as the Goronic <laughs> goes look out. charging and slams into your head. Like, it digs its horn into the sand, digging it up and then flinging you into the air. You take only 17 damage. <gasps> but you're flying up in the air, and that's where you're going to end your turn. You're just airborne. You're uh, about, like... 20 feet off the ground. What? It flew you pretty high. 20 feet? <laughs> oh, fly, you're very light, and it flung you very far. Um, next up is is uh, Darian. Okay. Um, on my feet from that deck save, I'm going to quickly uh, reach into my bag, and I'm going to pull out uh, some rope. I have a, from my one of my packs, I've got uh, 50 feet of rope. I'm going to bring out the rope, and I'm going to run towards the, uh, what is it? A go-rhino. A go-rhino. And I'm going to face step 30 feet onto its back using my bonus action. And then using my action, I want to take the rope and wrap it around its neck, like, whip it around once and grab it so I've got the rope on each end wrapped around its neck. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so you're trying to like lasso it kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say uh, roll roll athletics to try and get it around there. Okay. I like that. I like athletics. I'm good at athletics. <laughs> that's a good thing I'm good at athletics. Uh, that's a six, but it's a plus eight. So 14. Okay, yeah, you sling it around, and the rope is, like, around its neck, and you're on top of its back, and you're kind of, like, uh, you know, buck riding it now. <laughs> yeah, and it's not excited about it, but it's trying to shake you off, and but you're still riding it, um, and you're up there for now. Uh, next up is Zippy, who's currently in the air. Uh, I... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I... Pull, I, I, I fly up in the air and I shake off the, the what I imagine would have broken me in half if I was a real person. Um, <laughs> and I, I grab from behind me my magic carpet and I unflur it and then I uh, stay up in the air there as I land on the magic carpet there. Alakazam! It unfurls from your backpack and catches you underneath. And the crowd goes wild. They're like, whoa, magic carpet. And, and you're flying. from up there, I use call lightning on the, um, <laughs> on the rhino. <laughs> I'm okay. on its back. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, sorry. go for sorry. it. <laughs> no, man, you said it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Yeah. Okay. You're not thinking straight. You just got hit by a rhino. 
He's got like elemental resistance stuff. He'll be fine. Yeah, Darren, you're gonna have to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, so a storm cloud appears in the shape of a cylinder that is 10 feet tall, 60 foot radius, centered on a point you can see 100 feet in front of you. Uh, the spell fails if you can't see a point in the air with because this is an open arena, right? There's a sky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's like there's like tree leaves. There's a giant like kind of like tree that has branches spreading over the top, but there is sun that comes through. Uh, if the creature fails, take a three d ten lightning damage. Holy, uh, twelve. So I'm pretty sure that doesn't succeed. I, I did save. I got a eighteen plus seven for twenty five. But I'm also going to quickly cast as a reaction because it's it would be half damage normally. Yeah, it would be half damage. I, on my reaction, I'm going to. Uh, cast, um, what's it called? Absorb Element, which would give me resistance on any elemental damage. So I think with the two of those stacked, uh, it would it should negate the damage. And I'm now I will be electrically charged. So uh, Zippy, roll damage. And while you're rolling damage, um, you notice that the clouds overhead, like filling through above the the treetop canopy. And starts going dark around the entire Coliseum. And you can see Apophis kind of look scared for a sec out of the corner of your eye, Zippy, as it's gotten, like, completely shady around here. Uh, but he looks up at you, Zippy, and then he, like, pats his arm where the fur is, and he gives a thumbs up. <laughs> and then he yeah. decks, and he punches one of the go rhinos, and they go, boom, and their face just goes sliding into the side of a wall of the Coliseum. And you can just see he's like, eat my fist! And he's just punching. And you can see the Coliseum wall is cracking a little bit. And people are kind of scared and running from their seats. Because this go yeah. rhino is just getting decked. I love this guy. Um, 21 damage, uh, DM. Okay. It strikes the go rhino, and they scream. Uh, and they kind of try to buck off, but they're like, shocked but Darian you're holding on with your now lightning rope basically around his it's like a lightning lure now uh, but you're still on the back and you're kind of electrically charged um, uh, yeah. but you're still on there and it's taking that damage Darian keep him there the lightning can keep hitting if you just if you hold him in that spot okay but I don't know how many times I can kind of take that hit but okay keep, keep taking it you can take this <laughs> next up Norman um I did hear his conversation with Draken, how Draken wants me to leave him alone. So, Well, like, ideally, if there's, like, multiple enemies, essentially he's like, leave one for Darien solo. I don't think this would apply to that case. Okay, well then, in that case, uh, how far is he from me? Um, he's, like, about 15 feet away from you, since you kind of ran away a bit. Okay, I am going to... Uh, do you know what? I'm just going to cast Vicious Mockery. Choose a creature you can see. If you can, if it can hear you, it must pass a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage and have disadvantage on its next attack before the end of its next turn. Uh, so, yeah, make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. But it has a minus d4 because of my bane. I know. Okay. I've been adding that. And it's, it's still actually going to be a 9, so that was actually a pretty good one of it. Uh, nice. But 9. Yeah, it fails. Uh, yeah. So now it takes 1d4, baby. <laughs> Psychic damage. Oh, it actually increased. It's 2d4 because I'm level 10. Plus one. Three points of psychic damage. Boom. <laughs> it has disadvantage on its next attack. Yeah, it like... Yeah, well, it's going to have like... Du- it's, you're stacking the disadvantages on this thing. 
Uh, it kind of reels back in its head. It's it's not too bad, but it looks like it has a headache. Um, and it takes that damage, and it will have disadvantage next time. Is there anything else you want to do? Uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say, Darian, you got this. And I'm gonna cast a bardic inspiration. Okay. So Darian, uh, that'll be a one d uh, eight for you. Sweet, love it. You see, um, the go rhino. It's their turn. And they're getting damaged, and the lightning it did not agree with. Uh, but it has you on its back, Darian. And it's, like, trying to shake you off and buck you off, but it's been realizing that's not going to work. So it's going to try and roll. It's going to try and roll its body in the dirt to try and, like, slam you into the ground and get you off. Um, so it's going to try and make an attack, and we're going to see if it hits you. Disadvantage, as well as a minus D4. Yeah, it tries to slam you in the ground, but, it, like, you basically, it, it tries to roll, and as it's rolling, you kind of let go of the rope, run over its belly as it's rolling in the oh. dirt. <laughs> like, you're basically, like, you know, a barrel in the water. Mm. You're rolling over it, and then you get back on its back, and you grab the ropes again, and it's like, what the hell? Um, and it's not happy. And it's going to start moving towards the wall. You guys started about 20 feet away from the mall, so now it's just moving closer to it. Okay. Um, so it's moving that way. But you, Darren is doing some acrobatics. <laughs> um, all right. Next up uh, is going to be Darian. Well, get ready for this one. Um, so I'm currently still conducted like a lightning rod. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Uh, as the beast is still kind of like bucking me around, I want to like, for flair here, time one of his like bucks so that like I go into the air and use his head going back down as it like catapulting me back towards him, and I'm going to punch him right in the back of his head. Superman <laughs> flying, super flying punch, flying okay. Superman punch, and uh, I'm going to trigger my planar warrior. Using my bonus action to add an extra one d eight force damage onto it. Go for it! Roll that! Roll the hit. Uh, so that's sixteen plus eight because you're proficient with your fists. So that's twenty four. That definitely hits. So uh, because I'm activating Planar Warrior and that uh, the uh, absorb element first, it's going to be uh, one plus strength base damage. So it's five damage plus uh, eight electric damage and uh, only two force damage so that's still uh, 15 total damage for my first punch Superman punch in the back of his head jeez and then I after that I'll stand back up and then I'm gonna do a big elbow drop on the back of his head as well (laughs) okay rolled it which that's a 19 plus 8 Dang it, I'll, I wanted to crit. But 19 uh, plus 8, so 27 to hit. Um, yep. But that only does an, an additional 5 damage. So that's 20 damage total. Okay. From a punch, super big Superman punch, and an elbow drop. Um, so they uh, are looking uh, kind of bloodied already. <laughs> um, you punch it, and its head like dips down as it's moving towards the wall. It's kind of pa- like charging there dips down a bit and then you elbow drop and it's like and its chin just slams into the sand and just 
uh, and it puffs up, and it's, like, knocked prone, basically, because you keep knocking its head down. It's messing up its running. Um, so it's prone now in the sand. Zippy, it is back up to you. I am just going to cast lightning on it again, I guess, from above in my safe carpet. Okay, cast lightning. Well, you have to save. That's a 17. Yeah, you save. Okay. Okay. Well, but you still uh, take half damage. Right. That's an 11 plus 7, so that's an 18. I'm going to use another level 1 spell uh, to use another absorb element so I can negate the damage again. Okay, you negate it. But I'm now electric charged again. Roll, roll the damage. Um, and half it. It's uh, 18, so 9 damage. Okay. Um, so it takes the 9 damage, and it doesn't look happy. It's just lying on the ground getting shocked, and Darian's still on its back taking it. Uh, now, is there anything else? Uh, hmm. What, so what's the rest of the battlefield look like? You can see there's people running around. Some are getting, like, trampled and crushed underneath some Gorino's, like, hooves. Uh, you can see Apothis is just tanking one solo. Um, and you can see some people are actually, like, starting to come up to Apothis and either help him out or do something else. But there's a crowd forming around Apothis. Ooh. Uh, the other one, though, is kind of going buck wild. And there's the one apeling um, female that's just, like, whacking it on its head, trying to steer it around. It's kind of running around, just taking people out. But there is some, like, dead bodies. But, uh, yeah. I want to fly around uh, the perimeter of the arena and try to get a good look at King Veal and make eye contact with him. But, like, briefly. Not that I want to talk with him, but I just want to make eye contact with him. You're circling around, uh, and you can see... Basically, it's at the same level as you. It's high up in the air, like his little royal seating. And you look over, uh, and there is uh, a lion, uh, the Lion King, and they have this glorious mane. Uh, and they're just kind of like, wow. They're kind of yawning as they like pat their mouth with their hand. This this round is not amusing them. And there is no like abnormal fire substance next to him or anything. Nope. The, you see, there's some people behind him, some like royal attendants, and you see the loxodon next to him. Uh, that's like the announcer. Okay, I keep circling the arena, but that's how I'm gonna end my turn. I circle okay. back. What's happening with Apophis, though? <laughs> Norman, uh, what is your turn? Okay, so did I also notice the crowd gathering around Apophis? Yeah, over over on the side, you see uh, there's like six people kind of coming to Apophis's aid, so to speak. But we know from earlier, it's like a, it's a, it's a wink wink. Huh? Yeah, I'm going to go, hey, Zip, what's up? You say, Darren, and I got this. Apophis looks like he's getting surrounded. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, um, sorry, um, you might want to check in on that. And then I'm gonna spin around, grab my dagger, and I'm gonna throw it at the rhino. Okay, roll the hit. Okay, nine plus seven, sixteen. Okay, yeah, that uh, actually hits. Okay, so I'm gonna use my bonus action to activate psychic blades. So I rolled a four plus three for dexterity, which is seven damage, and now I get to add five d six psychic damage. Whoa. Oh damn! So okay. as I spin around, if you let me flavor this, I'm going to use thaumaturgy, just and I'm going to just sing. Come listen to the tale I know. 
I'm going to do 16 points of psychic damage to this thing. Damn. Okay. Um, and there's nothing else with that? Just 16 damage, right? Yeah. Oh, oh 16 okay. plus my 7. So 23. 23. All right. Uh, so you see it's like head is down uh, right near the wall from the punching that Darian did. The psychic blades zap into its mind. It's like freaking out and it's like slamming and its eyes are just bloodshot red now and there's blood dripping out its nose as it's just letting out roars. Uh, and it's actually the Go Rhino's turn now. And it uses its movement to pick itself up from prone position and it's like freaking out. It's on its last legs. It slams its head into the wall, and people are running from that part of the Coliseum. It's breaking its head into the wall with its horn, and it's going to toss rocks behind it. It's going to, like, scoop them out to try and hit uh, yourself and Darien with these rocks. Um, So it's going to roll two ranged weapon attacks with these rocks it's trying to fling backwards at you guys. And with the Bane and everything, it's still got the disadvantages, and it's hit next attack. Yeah, Ugh, guys, uh, it, <laughs> it didn't do great. The first one goes flying to Norman, and Norman, you easily dodge it because it's not knowing where it's flinging it, so you easily maneuver around these rocks that are being flung. And the other one, it, like, slams its head in, uh, and it's just hurting itself now. It hurt itself in its confusion, essentially. Um, <laughs> and we'll take two damage on top of that. So it's, it, its head is just busted it's just like confused it's backing away from the wall as it's tried to make a desperate attack and it's looking pretty pretty bloody i'm gonna mutter under my breath Ooh, it would have been really thematically perfect if i'd killed it there <laughs> all right uh next is darian all right so seeing how things getting a little hectic um i am gonna drop the ropes and in my electric charged state. I'm going to focus the electric energy into my left fist, and I'm going to activate, activate planar warrior and focus the force damage into my right. And I'm going to just roll two attacks. Uh, that's another 19 plus 8. And then a 9 plus 8, which is a 17. Um, I believe both of those hit. Yep. Um, that's three additional force damage, three additional lightning damage, and I'm going to bring both hands up and double hand hammer fist into the back of its head, dealing a total of 16 damage, three force, and three lightning. You bring your fist down, boom, and you can feel beneath, like you've been punching it a while and it's been like a thick skull, but this time you feel it's something different, like something snap and something concave, as you slam down your fist and its its head just like caves in on itself and its eyes go dim and you raise your bloody fist from its skull and Draken's just like hell yeah kid see you don't need weapons holy shit though damn oh that felt real good alright and the crowd cheers um and before we end this round uh Zippy I'll give you one chance to do something uh, Apophis is over and he's destroyed his Go Rhino, and six other people are crowding around him now. And he's turned around, he's like, Yeah, a little too late, fellas! A little too late! Look, it's all for me! And they're, they all like draw their spears and scimitars, uh, and they're like crowding in on him, and he's just like, Oh, so that's how it's gonna be! What do you wanna do? 
Um, I just want to go uh, bring the carpet close to him, close enough, but still above, far enough from danger, and just be like, "I'm watching, senpai." Uh, roll persuasion, or actually roll, just roll a charisma, base charisma. I mean, just like he, just like he taught me, I'm watching him. I'm learning. <laughs> Uh, that's a 16, 14 plus 2. Essentially, you've given this man a point of inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see Apophis go, Yeah, little dude, you're still alive! Yeah! Alright, Zippy, watch! And a person starts charging them with the spear, and he, like, takes it, and he's, like, whipping it around and slashes them with their own weapon. Other people are coming, and he's just, like, tossing them, beating them, ripping, like, some's, like, arm off and, like, throwing them, because he's ripped. Uh... And he defeats the six people. They they were no match for him. Uh, you see, the other Go Rhino was taken down by the Wukong uh, monkey, and uh, the Go Rhino is down. And you can see everyone's kind of like looking around. People are on edge. Some people are fighting each other still. Um, but you hear the Loxodon yell out, "Everyone, calm down! Round one is over." If you want to leave, you can leave now. But if not, and you see somebody running to the door like, I want to leave, I want to leave. You're going to have to stay. And you see he's like just, <laughs> one person like just slides over, but the other person is running and the gate's closed. So not everybody gets to leave. You have to be pretty quick. Um, and you hear, he's like, all right, round two. I seen your Flagra! And you can see somebody hits a giant gong. And you each feel some rumbling beneath your feet. Uh, Darren, you're still standing atop the Gorino, but you feel it's starting to, like, move, kind of. And Zippy, you're in the air, thankfully, but you see some dead bodies of people, like the people Apophis killed. You're starting to sink below the sand as everything in this arena, all the sand around, is starting to shake and starting to spiral down into the center of the Colosseum. Um, Norman and Darian, I want you both to make strength saving throws. Darian, yours is with advantage since you're standing atop the Go Rhino. But you see the round, like the, the floor around you is turning to quicksand everywhere here. And you can see out of the center comes this pillar, this plant pillar, this viney flower pillar. Uh, it's just a amalgamation of vines and roots and everything. And it has a giant, like, blossoming kind of Venus flytrap uh, face at the top. And it, like, flowers out its face. And there's, like, a long tongue that reaches out of its, like, teethy center, kind of like an octopus mouth. Uh, and you can see it's flourishing out and it's this large plant pillar and everyone's just looking at it and everybody's like trying to get out of the quicksand darian and uh and norman what'd you get uh five plus zero so five uh it's a 12 plus 7 19 okay darian you are moving and like quickly like stepping out you're like running across the quicksand you're really dragging your feet out so you're not getting stuck but you're still kind of on it uh, Norman, you have sunken down a little bit. It's up to your knees. Uh, if you fail two more times, you will be completely submerged. Wow. Okay. Everybody, roll initiative. <laughs> uh, I got a 20. 
Uh, 17. I had a 7 plus 3, but with the Bardic Inspiration, I rolled a 6, so 16. And I'm just going to say, oh, just grit. <laughs> like sand. Get it? <laughs> All right, so first up again is Zippy. You're flying around, and this pillar is reaching up about 35 feet. It's this large tower of a plant, um, and it's just there. What's the diameter of the plant? Uh, it's about like 20 how, feet. 20 feet. Thick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I've always wanted to fight a plant DM. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but first, uh, I'm going to cast Wall of Fire, but and as a fifth level spell, uh, and I can make the wall of fire actually as a thing I can do with it. I can make it uh, a ring, a ring of uh, 20 feet. Um, and so when the wall appears, each creature within the area of the 20 feet has to make a dexterity saving throw. Um, and on each side of the wall, um, uh, on one side of the wall selected by you when you cast a spell deals 5d8 damage to each creature that ends its turn within 10 feet of the side so it's a ring doesn't matter um, yeah. and a creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time or ends its turn there uh, but I'm going to make it a level 5 spell and it's a 68 damn okay well yeah those are really good spells to use on a tower that can't move <laughs> Is there any benefit? It's a plant, right? Will fire do more damage than normal? It will. So in Pokemon, fire's extra effective, but in real life, if it's a living plant, it doesn't burn as well. Go figure. Lion D looks at the camera again and goes... So there's lots of minute, but you have to do a a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Yeah, it... uh, uh, I know that's going to be just below uh, your thing. That was a 13. Yes. Um, and so it's going to be 68. And I'm going to... Uh, Zippy from on top of his carpet sees the plant uh, sprout from the center and everyone's watching. And he's... Is Apophis, Apophis watching as well? Yeah, Apophis is in the in the corner. Kind of, He's already gotten out of the quicksand. It can't face yeah. him. He can slither around easy. Apophis, see what your little dude can do! And then I summon just fire from beneath the sand as it sprouts out in a ring around the the plant, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, it engulfs it. And I'm gonna roll damage if that's okay. Roll it. And you hear Apophis say he's like moving to a wall and he's gonna like hang off and he's like, "Dude, barbecue." Twenty nine damage. Okay, that's quite a bit. <laughs> you around the base but it's just flames erupt and start circling it's just like screaming and you can see its vines are like whipping out uh, and tendrils are flying off of this tower uh, as it is not happy with being roasted alive everybody make a perception check 10 plus 4 DM 14 11 plus 6 17 13 plus 4 is 17 okay you actually all notice that um when it's like screaming and flailing about 
uh, its Venus flytrap head. Like the tower bulges up and it kind of like goes around, but when it's being burned, it kind of stretches out its neck a little bit as it's being damaged. And you can see just underneath its like essentially its flower head uh, underneath that kind of ring, there are these kind of like balls, these purple bulges um, that kind of go off of its neck, so to speak. Uh, but it's like sinking in and out of its body, these bulges. So they're kind of hard to to see, but you can see there's like these weird glands, essentially. Purple's the weak spot. We heard that before. Purple's juicy. We know that. <laughs> We've learned. <laughs> Memory, remember? Those Memorize it. Juicy grapes. Juicy grapes. <laughs> All right. Next up, Norman. Unless you want to move Zippy. I move up extremely high, uh, tall above the the plant's head. Okay, you move all the way up uh, as far as you can go right now. You're getting close to the treetop canopy with the branches that go over top. Uh, all right, so Norman, it's your turn. Okay, uh, I guess I'll... Do I make my strength saving throw at the beginning or end of my turn? Uh, beginning. Ooh, seven plus zero, seven. You still sink. It's up to your belly button. One more, and you're sunk underneath. Okay. Oh, man, that changes things. You can use your action to try and get out as well, or you could just, like, you know, do something else. Uh, I... This is so dumb and vain, but I am going to use Minor Illusion to make a five-foot-wide image of wreathed flame of Ganala's symbol on the Pillar of Fire. (laughs) uh okay make a performance check okay so you want to try and make the symbol of ganala appear in the flames yeah natural 20 natural 20 (laughs) now you get it 20 plus 7 26 yeah (laughs) you point (laughs) you point at the the flames and the symbol of ganala flares up within them the crowd and everyone goes nuts. Even King Veal stands up out of their seat and is like, what? Whoa. And everyone's just like, oh, Ganala, it's a sign. <laughs> and everyone's like, he's watching. He's watching the tournament. And they're all like, some are crying. Some are freaking out. And you can see some of the survivors that are like pulling their way through the quicksand. You see some see the symbol. And they're reminded deep down of the religious beliefs that, like, Ganala, with Ganala, all beasts are unified. No beast left behind. And some trudge their way over, and they're like, Music man, we're not letting you go! You're too gifted! (laughs) And two of them bend down, and they're kind of sinking, but as they're sinking, they get up to their knees, but they pull you up one level, so you're at your knees. Um, You're still one level down, uh, but they've, like, pulled you up now. Okay. Uh, to save you from imminent dune. Next up is Darian. All right. Um, the sand, Seth, is it magical? Uh, no. It, it seems as like it's all kind of just being drawn into um, the the tower. Like it's all kind of sinking towards it. You know. Perfect. So time to use a ranger ability that never gets used. It's a. <gasps> it's called Landstride. So moving through non-magical, difficult terrain costs you no extra movement. Um, oh damn! So I just want that to be taken into consideration. And what I'm going to do is, seeing that, <laughs> seeing that Norman 
although being helped by the others is still kind of stuck, and knowing my options are kind of limited based on not being able to use actual weapons for training purposes here, I'm going to sprint across the sand uh, with my ranger-like dexterity, and I want to go and pull Norman the rest of the way out. Sick. Yes. Okay. Uh, Roll, roll strength. Um... Does athletics make sense or just straight strength? Yeah, athletics would make sense. All right, cool, cool, cool. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, that's an eight plus uh, eight, so 16. Okay, yeah, that's just good enough to pull Norman out. You're both um, you're both out right now. Um, but Norman, or sorry, but Darian, uh, do make a strength saving throw since you're kind of like standing there still in the sand. My land stride's not going to help me out here? Okay. I mean, it's it's good for moving around. It's still going to sink, though. Okay. Uh, that's another eight. Uh, eight plus eight, so 16 again. Okay, yeah. You you are not getting sunk. Uh, the quicksand is not going to take you down. Um, the other two guys are like, you got this! <laughs> as they're slowly sinking. Can I, can I try and help them out, too? <laughs> I'm going to put my hand on Darius' shoulder and say, no, don't make this sacrifice in vain. <laughs> and then, I'm just kidding. I start helping him up too. <laughs> All right, I, I'm not gonna make you roll for that. You guys are starting to help him out. Okay. Um, okay next up is the senior, uh, senior or elder Flagra. Uh, the vines from their towers start whipping off, um, and they take the damage from the flame on the end of their turn. I believe so. It starts with their tendrils just flailing about. These vines are gonna be whipping around uh, the entire. Uh, Coliseum. Uh, so I'm going to make everybody uh, do a dexterity saving throw. Uh, three plus seven, ten DM. It's it's a uh, twenty six total. Seventeen plus three, twenty. Um. Okay. So uh, Darian and Zippy, you fully dodge this, but Norman. One of the tendrils comes flailing out, and you're helping the guys, and you and the guy you're helping both get just sacked in the stomach and thrown against the wall from one of these flailing vines. And you got lucky because you only take 16 damage, thankfully. <laughs> I just pulled you out of the sand. Well, th- thanks, Terry. It's not like I meant for this to happen. <laughs> Next up is uh, Zippy. Uh, but it does take the flame at the end of its turn, so roll the damage for the flame wall again. Sure, but this isn't my action. No, it just ended its turn in it, yeah. Uh, that's a 31. Jeez. Okay, it is screaming in pain. It doesn't know how to take this flame out, uh, and it's just going to keep sitting in it, roasting slowly to death. All right, so... Um, after the bath with uh, Pothis and... Uh, seeing him fight and everything, Zippy realizes he realizes he has so much farther to go, and fighting and being like the per- the person he wants to be when he eventually returns to the Bramble Patch, you know, and even just being Grand Treasure uh, Hunter and everything. And so, he, as I said at the end of my last turn, he zooms up to the sky, and as I'm doing that, the tassels on the back of the uh, the carpet I tie to my ankles and we're keep going up and then I suddenly command the the 
uh, carpet to stop. And then, so then just the momentum of going up in the sky, it's more like we're free falling at this point. I grab from the back of my backpack. I pull out the carrot peeler, which is a one plus dagger that does max crit damage to all plants. And then with my legs tied to the carpet, I command the carpet to zoom back down as circling the uh, plant while I just dig the carrot peeler into the side of the plant corkscrewing all the way down while everyone's hopefully watching okay okay. while i'm like getting pulled by the the carpet like instead of sitting on the carpet i'm getting pulled by it yeah okay roll to hit i hope hope this hits or this is gonna be so lame (laughs) where's my inspiration okay i got a uh i got a 17 sick that hits that hits (laughs) <laughs> Seth explain it <laughs> uh, Roll your damage first <laughs> Okay It's like not that great damage But it's still it's still cool And, and with, Oh wait it automatically crits So it's just the automatic max damage it can do uh, Well one plus dagger Is uh, Is a Is five damage Right right Um so around here, I've only done this a handful of times, but sometimes when we crit, I don't just give double damage. I give other effects, you know, like blinding or something like that. Um, so this is what happens. The tendrils are flying everywhere. These are essentially its arm weapons, uh, its main thing. Uh, and they're flying everywhere, and you descend from the sky. And you're free-falling. You take out the carrot peeler. And then you just feel a burst of momentum as the carpet drags you and you're spiraling down and you're cutting all the tendrils that it's flailing around and snipping them as you're just like slicing through. So they're all just falling off. Um, And essentially, as you get to the bottom, all its tendrils have just fallen down um, and it cannot use those anymore. Uh, So it's main AOE attack. Uh, Essentially, you cut off all its arms uh, with a sick move. Okay. Um, I get a hell yeah from my teammates? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Deep yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do like a I do like a sit up like flip back onto the carpet and then I do a little twirl with the uh, in my one (laughs) hand with the uh, care peeler. Damn. Um all right, next up is Norman. You've been pushed back a bit towards the wall. You're not prone or anything, but you're there. Uh, and I'm going to make you uh, roll to strength to get out of the quicksand. Isn't he out of it already? I pulled him out. Yeah, but he's going to sink okay. again. So I need to like get onto the wall, basically, is what I'm learning here. Uh, three plus zero. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, you okay. sink down a little bit. Um, up to your knees. I'm going to cast minor illusion again to hopefully maintain that well minor illusion lasts a minute it's not concentration so that but i'm gonna cast another minor illusion and the ganala wreathed in flame symbol is gonna start to flicker and smoke and it's gonna begin to be replaced with the symbol of royce (laughs) the (laughs) okay do a performance check again uh not so good five plus seven 12 okay the symbol is flaring and slowly starts to change into the roy symbol and people are just like "Uh 
what? Is this the new Godzilla symbol? Oh no! <laughs> like people are like, is he? Is this how he's showing that this is the new symbol for Godzilla? What? Um, but one person in the crowd is actually like, demon, demons, demons, and, and they're like starting to chant demon. And you can see a small section of the Coliseum is starting to freak out because they think this is demonic or something from the deep, which is a very scary place. Um, but that's uh, that's that, um, and you can't really move because you're slowly sinking. Um, uh, do you know what? I'll bonus act. I'll bonus action, and I'll I'll say to Darren, I'm gonna say, keep your eye on the prize. Dragon's still training you, and I'll do another bardic inspiration. Next up is Darian. This thing is looking pretty bloody. This tower now. Um, how far into this like uh, arena? Is it? Uh, from the walls, it's from from each wall, it's about 40 feet in. Draken, how do we feel about the wind fan? I'll allow it. Perfect. I'm going to run 30 feet down. Uh, so I'm just outside of the range of the firewall, and I'm going to swing the wing, wind fan towards the plant, swirling in a bunch of the flames from Zippy's wall of fire, and try and burn up the rest of the, the plant that's left after Zippy's epic noodle cut. Okay. Some rigatoni up in here. Roll. Uh, roll like a ranged attack for that. That reminds me of when you did this last time with Peterson. With, with Peterson. Um, am I proficient with this? Uh, I'd say no. So just add dex then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's uh, only a nine plus three, twelve. Uh, so you blow the wind and it starts furling up. It is climbing. Uh, it's like it's spreading further up it, but it's not going to do any immediate damage right now. But it'll probably help with the next the next uh, round. Okay. So the flames are climbing up it. Um, and you're just standing there like constantly flaming it. Uh, oh, I should have made you do... Uh, I forgot. I, you should do a strength saving throw for the... For the quicksand. Oh, uh, it's an eighteen plus eight. Yeah, what, why am I even doing this? You're you're good. You're good. You see uh, Apophis now, and other people around in the arena. They're actually like some people are shooting arrows as they're slowly sinking. Some have been completely consumed by the sand and are probably dead. Uh, but there's other people just shooting arrows, and Apophis is on the wall, uh, and he actually takes the Go Rhino horn that's like almost submerged, and he snaps off the horn. And Apophis tries to, like, javelin throw it at the purple neck bits. Uh, and we'll see if they hit. It, like, pierces through their petal, but it doesn't hit the the actual purple bit. But it, like, goes through, like, a bullet hole. Um, and uh, he's just like, Yeah! Hit the purple! Remember? <laughs> yeah. He's like, that was kind of lame. So yeah, but I, I Or, can't... like, don't, because your fire's kicking ass. But, like... Ah, do what you do. Ah, I don't care. <laughs> um, and uh, you see, it is now uh, the Flagra's, uh, this Elder Flagra's turn. So uh, since we're like, I'll, I'll fix it now because we've been like rolling the damage before the turn. But uh, the 31 damage from before is now going to hit. Um, but actually add one more dice onto that because of the wind f- uh, flames. Zippy. Damn. So, roll one more. Two. Okay, extra two <laughs> damage. Hey, that's up, those, uh, just fanning those flames. <laughs> two damage. A total of 33. 
Uh, it's taking double damage on all these flame attacks, by the way. Holy, uh, so it's, it, it's really uh, 66 damage. Woo! Um, so it's flaming up, uh, and it's getting burned. It's screaming. And now that its tendrils are gone, it's got to figure out a new way. Uh, and it angles its head down, and its face closes in. All the petals close in. And you can see its head starts to spin like a Gatling gun as seeds it's like oh shooting soul. seeds now and it's spraying it and it's it can't shoot directly down at zippy but it's going to start shooting at norman uh and darian with these seed bullets okay natural freaking 20 oh great. um oh dm i'm gonna use my void cloak i'm gonna use my void cloak to catch that attack oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay okay uh you have to roll for that, though, right? Void dodge. So I have a purple cloak that I got from um, the King of Orem, uh, Colm, and uh, void dodge. When a ranged weapon attack it hits you while wearing the cloak, you can use a reaction to make a DC 16 dexterity saving throw. If successful, the cloak appears to be a starry night sky, and the attack flies into the void. So whew, I'm going to try. Dexterity saving throw. 3 plus 7, 10. I got this. <laughs> okay. Uh, you catch a... F- I'll, I'll say you catch a few of them, so you take half damage, but you don't catch them all. But some go flying into your cloak, uh, into the void. <laughs> you catch a few of them. Um, but uh, you still take half damage, which is going to be uh, 11, because they rolled a... 22 on damage uh, and Darian because it was a nat 20 you're not going to take double damage but you are going to immediately sink down a level uh, and you're sunken down into your knees because you were too busy blocking and trying to run away that you were tripping up and sink down to your knees one level in the quicksand um, and you take 22 damage next up Zippy and the, the plant monster is not looking great I'm just going to go down to um, Apophis and uh, high-five him. Okay. You fly over there, uh, and he's like, Dude, uh, that's pretty sick flame. How are you? You're pretty good with the magic. Thanks. Uh, Want to go into the next round together? I, I mean, like, Sure. I don't know if you'll survive much longer. If I were you, I'd bail out now, especially before the end, because, little dude, I really don't want to fight you. Trust me, before we get to the end, I'll make the decision that that I know will make you proud. Also, Loki, thanks for the flames. I know what you're doing, and I appreciate the warmth. Hey, I'm just... Uh, I'm just doing whatever you taught me, thinking the next step ahead in purple is always the weak... Weak point. I yeah, think but you haven't done anything <laughs> with that, so a little disappointing. <laughs> but when you can make it all fire, it's it's always so cool. Watch this next part. I'm gonna burn it even more. All right, I got a front row seat. I'm watching. Yeah, I my turn. Next up, Norman D. Uh, okay, the guy that was uh, helping me out and got knocked off, knocked over beside uh, with me. Is he beside me still? Yeah, he's, he's like, sunken down to his knees. Okay, I'm going to say, hey, friend, do you have a, a knife? Probably have one on me. Uh, oh, yeah, I got a knife. What about it? Can I borrow it? Yeah, sure, here. Thanks. <laughs> oh, damn it, I need some. That's my only weapon. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh. <laughs> he's starting to sink, and it's, like, up to his chest. 
Like I say, don't worry, this will be all over very quickly. Uh, and I'm going to, again, throw, because I forgot to get my knife from the rhino. I'm going to throw this knife phew, at the uh, the giant uh, plant thing. And I'm going to use another bonus action to do psychic blades again. Okay. <laughs> Roll damage. That's true. Roll the hit. Another natural 20! Gosh. Okay. Hey! Finally! What's going on here? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Shut up, Zippy. 34 plus 3, 37 points of damage. Damn. Um, You cast the psychic blades in it, and you can see it's like the energy is coursing up through its inner body. You can see it like flickering. Then it gets to its purple glands, and they flash purple as they're just like, ah! screaming with their psychic damage uh they look pretty bad now um darren's just gonna curse under his breath and go man i can't get one kill in this thing uh but they look pretty bad and uh they're just flailing around still without their tendrils but now it is darian's turn oh also uh make a strength saving throw norman my fourth three three plus zero what the frig you sink down to your chest just like the just like the guy beside you we're in this together. To the end, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and it is Darian's turn. Um, should I start with the strength save? Yeah, yeah, you can start with the strength saving throw. Uh, 15 plus 8, 23. It's, I'm not going to have you do it anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're broken. So seeing that things are looking pretty rough for the plant... Um, and uh, just wanting to finish this off, I'm going to sprint through the flames to get up to the plant wall. I was trying to avoid doing this because there's a wall of fire, but you know, we're just going to do it anyway. Um, I think Zippy, it's a dexterity saving throw on the wall. Yes. Even though I'm running through the flames, but I mean like, cool, 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 cool. Oh, shoot. Um, that's how fast you run, man. It's, uh... Five, uh, shoot, I don't think I... Uh, wait, you give me another bardic inspiration. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's another, okay, so 10 plus seven, 17. You just survived. Oh, thank you, bardic inspiration. But you still take half damage. Unless I use absorb element again. You. You with your absorbing. <laughs> All right. So now <laughs> I'm... How many of those do you have? Uh... Well, it's a it's a level one spell, so I mean, as many spells as I have, so I mean, I can do it four times at level one. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, okay, so I, as I sprint through the flame, you see the flames kind of actually catch on Darian and swirl around him as he runs to the plant, and I'm going to run forward and give a big old punch and try and punch through the outside and kind of pierce into the middle to like bring the flames of Zippy's wall of flames into the middle and then activate some planar warrior force damage to almost do like a grenade explosion in the center. (laughs) Okay. Roll the hit. Uh, That's a 12 plus 8, 20, and then just for my second attack, that's an 11 plus 8, 19, so that's a uh, 18 damage total. 
and six of that is fire. So I guess it would be 20, um, wow, maybe about 24 damage total. Yeah. You are sprinting across the sand and you dive and you just kind of like put your fist out Superman style and you go through the fire, absorb it, and you leave kind of an incendiary like hole. Like it's just like you've burned into the center and then you've just released it all with your Saiyan powers. <laughs> it's like that uh, Falcon Punch thing where he like... Essentially. <laughs> uh, and you Falcon Punch up and you can see the flame is like billowing inside and just near the base, just an explosion. And smoke comes out its center. And you can see its base is like slowly melting away and it's unstable and it's woozy. And... It lands down, slamming into the sand, and the quicksand stops, and the the purple glands that nobody hit <laughs> goes <laughs> yeah, in, uh, <laughs> and it just lays there, dead, um, and and you can see it's just yeah, it, it slowly sinks back into the center and falls through the sand and like gets resucked into the ground. Uh, and you can see you, yeah, well, and Nor- Darian, you escaped before it got <laughs> oh, <no! laughs> sank back down. <laughs> you escaped the coffin. He died uh, saving us all. And you get out. Um, and those of the, uh, those of you that are like still in quicksand, uh, you notice like it stops sinking and you can like pull yourself out. Oh, um, brother, we made it. Brother, I was scared. <laughs> well, me too. But the trick is to not let it show. You just have to. Yeah, look- that's why I'm going to stay in the sand a little longer. <laughs> I don't want it to show. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I shit myself. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I hope I don't see you. I'm embarrassed, and I told you too much. But I'll get it to you later. Bye. Oh yeah, my knife. Um, and you guys all pick yourself up, and Apophis lands back on the ground. Zippy, it's just like, dude, you are burning it up. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I look. I it's not like I can punch a rhino in the face and hit it across the whole map. Dude, you'll get there. Give it a month, and I'm sure you'll be punching rhinos left and right. Cool. A month. Yeah, I mean, I got this big in, like, well, less than a month. But I don't expect you to have the kind of, like, stamina that I do. Just keep moving forward, and I'll be right behind you, as far as I know. Dude, this is rad. I love having a little dude. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he high-fives you. High-five him back. Uh, and he quietly says to himself, he's like, Hopefully one day, I'll be the dude that's little... For the big king veal and he looks up and you see the king is like sitting in his throne and he's kind of like slow clapping as lots of people are cheering around you hear the locks on announcer go well done survivors now with round three if you want to leave before then and some people are trying to run the guy who's like browned his trousers has gotten out of the sand and he's dived in um a lot of people are leaving 
uh, very quickly because they learned their lesson from the first round. He's like, if you want to leave now. Oh, most people got it. All right, close the gates. So there's only a few left. You can see there's like three randoms. There's the Wukong uh, female. Um, and you see there's Apophis and you guys. So not very many people left. And they say, all right. So for round three. And King Veal stands up and casts Thaumaturgy or, or moves their Thaumaturgy hand to their neck so that they have it. And is like, this is the king. And I want to. Applaud all of you for your spectacular efforts today. And everyone cheers. But I thought we might spice up round three this year and bring you out my prized beast. I think you all can handle it, yes? What do we say? Do we think they can handle it? And everyone cheers. So, all of you, be prepared to fight my own personal pet. One I've raised since childhood here in Takul. It is an Exalan. And you hear roar. And you see coming through the gate. They don't even have time to open it. It just bursts through. And you see it's this giant T-Rex with this like furry back and these two like devilish horns going off its forehead and it just lets out a mighty roar and they're like yes yes now Guinevere my pet devour those who are unworthy to face Ganala and it screams and it looks at all of you and you see steam comes out its nose again and it's huge and you're all standing there and Apophis is like little dude don't worry I killed dinos before you just gotta go for their little bitty itty arms like look at this one stupid and uh, the Ixalan just roars once more lifting its head to the sky and then you see it's standing there looking at the sky and you all, before you can even realize it, there's a spear below its chin. Like, it's just stuck in the sand, this, like, black javelin. And the Exalon falls over. As you see, there's been a hole that just pierced right from its skull through its chin. And killed it on the spot. And King Veal stands up and says, like, Who did this? Why? That wasn't one of you. No. Who did? What happened? Guinevere! And you hear bzzz, You hear all this buzzing. And like flapping of wings. And you see... Shoop, an explosion happens at the king's tower. As you see this large, like nine foot tall tarantula hawk bug has this black sword stinger and it holds it up to King Veal's neck and everyone's like freaking out the Loxodon tries to like punch them but they take their other sword in their other hand and point it right into their throat and blood trickles out as they collapse and you just hear a voice King Veal and Ganala have kept us stranded on that island for too long 
No longer are we the prey. Sheik! And King Veal's lion head separates from his body. And it falls out of the tower, landing in the sand at the Colosseum. And everyone screams. And there's the other people being like, The demons! The demons are here! It was a sign! And you hear buzzing, and you look over top, and you can see through the treetop, there's just a swarm of bugs flying around. And some are descending into the Colosseum and are killing and just murdering some of the, the stand viewers. Bugs are just swarming in from all angles. And you hear um, the, the Tarantula Hawk leader just go, Jakul has a new king, and Ganala will fall this day. And whew, they fly up. And some of the bugs... Are, are like still staying, but a large part of the swarm is moving away following the tarantula hawk. And Apophis is like, dude, what the hell is happening? This ain't cool. And you see falling into the Coliseum three dust clouds. It's like three meteorites hit the ground. And people are screaming. Like, the Wukong monkey is already leaving. Everybody's ditching, basically, from the Colosseum, all the gladiators. Everyone's running. But in these three meter, you're right, like, slams into the ground. You see the dust falls. And you see before you, Darien, staring at you now, with a blue flower on their chest, is this bee. This, like, worker bee, slim as the wings peeled down and they have this kind of honeycomb shield and a stinger sword and they're staring at you Darian and then another dust cloud dissipates and staring at you Norman is this butterfly person with like blue flower things all floating and moving throughout their butterfly wings and they have kind of like a spell book at their side and they stare at you, Norman. And then, poof, rising out of the dust is this heavy, large, armored dung beetle with this massive ball of steel with a chain that they're holding onto. It's like a massive chain and ball and this big, beefy beetle. And they stare at you, Zippy, and Apophis, because you two are together. And you just hear them go, like, clicking and clicking. And Draken just goes, Well, Norman, Butterfly, us, B, Zippy, you got the big guy. Let's do this. Darian, no weapons. Shit, okay. Let's do this. DM, that's, don't you dare say. Don't you dare that's say. That's where we're going to end no! the episode. No! <laughs> <laughs> Ah! Baby beef!